myself uh, uh, the inner city philanthropist, you know what I'm saying, somebody that uh, got is, is on the verge of getting multiple degrees at the same time, we went back to college, although we didn't finish college, we went back to college, and that's the reason why we created this show, because it's hard times out here, you know what I'm saying, and, um, and I'm doing one-on-one coaching and media training, and we created this narrative that um, we can do anything. Shout out to Rutgers University for giving us this opportunity. And, um, you know, I'm just blessed to be able to do this every single day. And I'm here with T-Bone. And uh, we rocking out early in the morning. And this is early morning hustles. And um, what we're trying to impact, right? We're trying to change homelessness. Um, you know, the, 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 the rate of of uh, college dropouts is, is at an all-time high. We're trying to get people to return back to college and get their education. Facts. Um, and, and to also be able to uh, create and control their narratives that they're in their uh, communities and change the communities as we see fit. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's Flashback Fridays also. Thank God it's Fridays. So, you know, we're going to keep it locked on a regular day. Shout out to Drop Top Harvey. Shout out to him, man. Shout out you know, the memes, man. Yeah, also, Rutgers University uh, men's basketball team blew out uh, Sacred Heart 88-50. to 50, And they 2-0 right now, so when they grinding. And uh, also, support Impact Universe, man. That that sure. brand, you know, responsible by Impact Universe. That's a brand that um, helps the homeless in need. And we've been giving out T-shirts since 2014. Hoodies, hats, and gloves. Uh, we're getting ready for... Uh, you know, uh, covered in houses, night out, sleep up, sleep out. And um, right now, yo, bro, this guy is like somebody else. I hate, I hate <laughs> how somebody here try to hit you and try to hit you with a good morning knowing that you're on. Yeah. But yeah, um, make sure you hit the Facebook or IMU Media and tune in live. You can tune in and you can comment and you can talk about the issues. Now, mm-hmm. we going into uh, the minister... Farrakhan uh, put out a statement uh, and to uh, and he waited till everything was all over and commented that uh, about the the ridicule and the treatment of Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. Oh, Everybody knows what's going on mm-hmm. and we see what's happening. What do you think about that? For like. The whole narrative is just ain't even right. Hey, it's one person say one thing and everybody get offended. Hey, is it that serious? Like you want to wound a man's career for him speaking his mind, and he didn't write the article. Come no, on, 
movie. He didn't do the movie. He didn't do the movie. Come on, man. He ain't producing. Um, I got some other shout outs too. Shout out to Black um Black Top um basketball network, right? I have a big opportunity for anybody who's watching this. Stand up real quick. Stand up real quick so we can make this move. Thank you very much, because you know, we're dealing with early in the morning. You know how it is, they try to shut us down. Yeah. But um early this morning, Black Top Basketball Network started their network. And um we're looking for 25 shows, sports-related, news-related, media-related, documentaries and series. Anybody who wants to create or has a sizzle, has something or an idea, this is your opportunity to join me and help build a network. Also, the IMU Network is looking for shows, podcasts, and we also create podcasts. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is completely donation. Um, worthy. We have a magazine that's dropping in January. We have a lot of stuff that's going on that people don't know about that we have to bring to the light. And we need your help and we need your support. And you know what it is. If you don't know have a job, create one. And if you take my one-on-one coaching, trust me, I know exactly where you need to go. Create your brand, create your legacy, create your goals. I know how to do it. Trust me. They'll tell you firsthand. Of course, of course. Let them know where we're, 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 we are on the podcast. We're on all platforms right now. Exactly. Everything. 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 Apple, Apple Games. Apple Music, Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Anchor. You can name it. We're there. Um, and this is, uh, what is this? We already had our fourth episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <coughs> news, man. Just keeping everything, just um, keeping the progress going, bringing positive energy on. Um, Check us out, man. Just keep checking us out on our Instagrams and our Facebook. Hey, yeah, I mean, look, but look, let's talk about some positivity, man. You, you had um, uh, we 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 talking about entrepreneurship today, right? Mm-hmm. And um, how hard it is to get loans and um, people dropping out of school to start businesses because they can't support themselves in college. Thanks, and thanks. Um, you know, tell me a little about this walk right now that you got going on, starting your company. Because I know you know we can't tell everybody the idea yet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as we as we we vet this out, we're gonna need a lot of support, you know, from this brother as he's going on this journey. Uh, a lot of people don't understand, like when you create a brand, and uh, you know, uh, it's it's it, it's from from conception of thought to putting it out in the atmosphere. You got to really believe that you can bring it to light, you know. Because um, I, I I I had to do the same thing here. Mm-hmm, you know. Um, Made it happen. I had to. never gave up. Listen. Fought the fight. Hard. <laughs> trying to tell you, bro. Yeah. Uh, also, the Republicans, uh, there's some, they, they, they already, in, in uh, I believe, they they denied uh, the student loan situation again. Let me, I'm going to look it up. Oh, uh, come on, you man. Know, I, I just want to be able to make sure we got the proper resource because I've seen it. And I can't believe that. They want. They don't want to let these students free. That's crazy in America. What you think about that? It's, it's it's difficult because like trying to pay for a loan, a student loan. Uh, I know that usually you know a lot of people is not working and their families is not working. Like for example, if their mom is working or their father is working and they in their life and stuff like that. Um, they probably might not be making enough to actually cover that student loan. That's why they have student loans because of 
If your parents don't make enough, they have that to keep you covered. So you can be able to get to school. You can be able to graduate to college. And it's sad because if they take it out away from people, people don't got people don't have no type of money to be pulling out a hundred thousand dollars for a student loan or a hundred thousand dollars for their kid to get an education. And it's sad because a lot of this money and it costs to actually go to these schools. And it's like the certain schools you want to go to is big prices, you know, it's 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 in the middle of the prices. And then it's like it's at certain certain ranges. So it's like it could be difficult. It could be difficult, especially if you don't have the type of funds that you need, especially in this pandemic. So let me go, let me give you the story, right? It says the federal judge in Texas strikes down President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program, declaring it illegal. The lawsuit was filed by a conservative group, Job Creators Network Foundation, in October on behalf of the two borrowers who did not qualified for that relief. Biden's program was already on hold to separate legal challenges, right? And it also says Biden's administration has argued that the Congress has been has been given Secretary of Education the power to uh, uh, broadly discharge student loan debt in 2003, long known as the HEROES Act. So Texas, come on, man, y'all gotta do better, man. I think that it's a shame that we can't even get a uh, 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 loan forgiveness when it's over 26 million borrowers out there. You know, meanwhile, we're sending money to other countries for relief. What about the relief in America? Exactly. I mean, you know, that's why people don't choose education and they go to the street, right? We look at our urban areas and you got uh, drugs, violence, victimization, uh, poverty stricken areas, and those areas where people do a lot of drugs and they're trying to get past their law. They, they Joneses because it's hard out here. So, you know, these are the things that we try to prove that we can help change. Exactly. It's supposed to be like that. Um, shout out to Science Park. Shout out to Coach Brown. Uh, we are doing the media day there at their local high school. Uh, we're waiting for university. And we have a couple other colleges that's uh, really interested in what we got going on. And this is early morning hustle. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Jersey J. This is your boy T-Bone. You know, hey, look, stay, just keep it locked with us, man. Hopefully, y'all having a good time. Uh, um, you know, this is a crazy thing. Yo, the funny thing about this, shout out to DJ Preezy, right? <laughs> he is on the Charlemagne show. He's working for MTV. That's my boy. <laughs> we will be in the building. So, 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 exactly. you get what I'm saying? So, look, we just talking about little highlights of the people that we know that have been coming from the bottom and now they're here. You know, it takes a, it takes a lot of hard work every single day to be able to believe in yourself and believe in something that somebody doesn't know, that doesn't even know exists. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's kind of focus, the focal point today is, right, where were you years ago and what are you going through to where you at now? And how you gonna uh, impact this generation to even know that you went back to school to be able to change the narrative about your own life? Well, uh, years ago, um, we could go five. I was actually okay. Five years, for example, five years ago, I was living in. Um, I was actually like in a stage of actually being homeless at the time. Wow. Uh, yeah, because I had I had the vehicle and. Um, I was having a lot of uh, depression. I was having a lot of uh, ups and downs situation because I wanted to leave. I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to see how it is to be on my own because I felt like, you know, I've been around the influence of my family for too long and I was pushing myself out there. And um, the first time I actually did it, 
I had to sleep in my car. I didn't have no place to go. I had everything in my car. I had to figure out certain places and certain things I was going to do to have no money. Didn't have no type of way of actually living. And the one thing I didn't do was I didn't give up. I just kept fighting. So I did was I got a chance to get to an actual place. I kind of stayed at my cousin's place for a minute and um and worked at his store, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And what I came through was I came through a bad struggle. I came through a bad struggle. But the one thing about it, I didn't give up. I kept fighting, I kept moving forward. I said, you know what, I'm gonna give me a nine to five, something that can actually help me get up my feet. And it actually did work, but it didn't actually get me to the type of uh, place that I actually needed to be at the moment. So what I didn't do was I didn't give up and I didn't say that, oh, I won't, I didn't say to myself that, oh, I won't be this person or I won't be able to achieve this. Because if I told myself that, in my mind, I would actually believe that, but my heart would have been telling me differently. So what I kept doing is just kept fighting over and over. And when I kept doing it over and over, yes, it was a trial, it was tribulations, it was a struggle. And it got a chance to help me get out of the little bit of space and a little corner that I was in. And when I actually did, I kept just finding ways of getting more, getting more. Then they see, you know, I started working three jobs at one time. Who does that? Did you hear the man working three <laughs> jobs? Though? I'm just saying, yo, shout out to all the Caribbeans, Wagwan. But it seems like, yo, two, three jobs at a time is absolutely ridiculous. It seems like all the people that's working around the, the clock, if you're working around and you ain't even sleeping, yo, the generation is going to break down like that. You know, listen. had to do what you had to do. How many people that's on here working three jobs? Two jobs just to make ends meet. Facts. Money do Friday and then do Saturday and Sunday. Listen, hey, <laughs> look, and not to mention, look, we this is a case study that we're doing right now, along with uh crowd participation and then support, uh, building a support group of the people that hey, if you don't have a job, I can help you create one. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh I, I understand what it is to have nothing and come from nothing to something. So many people that's on my Facebook right now that can attest to the type of help that they gave me. So I'm out here serving my purpose. And hopefully, if you're going through a hard time, look, we can get you on and we can make it happen for you. Try to do everything you possibly can to stay afloat. Because look, there's programs out here, but those programs, they're not really helping nobody, honestly. I know a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that sometimes you got to go through something to get to your purpose. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's true. And, 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 and you know, uh, and let's talk about that struggle a little bit. Like, because as an entrepreneur, you know, uh, just buying T-shirts and hats and all of the things that you do. And listen, I've totally invested into myself. I haven't looked back. Um, I, I don't even I, I ask for support every day. Mm -hmm. I talk about what we got going on. People are so invested in themselves. They don't really have enough money to probably even support you. That's a fact. That's so, true. so, so, you know, and if if you understand um, that process, they know what you got going on, but mm -hmm. they they don't listen. Twenty dollars a dollar shout out. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Mm -hmm. This is I tell you. Like if you don't have money to support, yo, listen. Subscribe. It don't cost you. It don't cost you nothing just to clap. Exactly. Subscribe and like something. You know, I, 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 we living in a selfish world right now. That's fact. That's true. You know what I mean? And I realized that I had to step out of my own comfort zone and believe in my own brand that we could survive and become a leader in some form or fashion because that's what I wanted for myself. True. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, that's real. Hopefully, I got DJ Preezy that's rocking on MTV. 
uh, with Charlemagne just started, man. And um, I want to get him on on our podcast. But you know, I, I, if he's available, um, let's ask that right now. But we gonna go into some more music. Let's go into the music. Who's out here that's hot right now that you feeling? <laughs> Pull up your list, bro. Pull gotta, up your list. Give some shout outs to some people, man. Amen. Maybe we can get them on the show. Shout out to that boy, man. Baby ATM, man. From Nork. Um, Big Bro not even signed and everything yet. And he is dope. He's representing uh, people from Nork. And he's one of the people that represent people from Nork. And it's so crazy because, you know, like I know a lot of people see his talent, but people don't want to actually put him on because, you know, people talk about it. But people ain't really with it, you know. And I felt like, you know, he is one person that, that has so much talent. And I I mess with every song that he got. And I respect this man. And he sees it. And he sees it. He see I post his, I post his video up even on my um, Facebook and Instagram. And he goes up and then he sees it. And then it's like he see other people posting it up. And he see uh how much how much love it is. He see how much respect it is that people have for him. And it's not even just him. Like, uh, shout out to that boy Ishk, man. Um, he made a song called uh, "Lover Boy," and it was it was a really good song. And he said a lot of things that people didn't pay attention to. It. And it's like the, the value of the view situation. People didn't want to um, actually check him out. People didn't believe in him as much as as much as possible. And it's sad because it's like you know all these people they have talent. Like even this girl too too, she have talent. And people from north, I mean like it's a lot of people that's from over here from where we at. And it's like people not actually shouting them out, supporting them, anything like that. And it's sad because it's like, you know, people like that, you see exactly how real the hate is when it comes down to people not supporting you. You don't have to have a, a, a record deal or a label in order for people to support you. They can be like, listen, you dope. You know, pitch you up on the, on the Instagram, pitch you up on their the Facebook, pitch you up in their story. So people know exactly like, oh, okay, he kicks with this type of person. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, you know, and I spoke about this, these people to a couple people. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, he dope. Y'all know who she is, yeah, she dope. Like stuff like that. But it's the fact of it is when you got some people that actually see your uh your your potential. If I feel like if if I had a way to where I could be the sign these people or you could be the sign these people, me and him, we do it. That's not a problem. We don't have an issue with that. And it's sad because it's like, you know, a lot of people that's actually out here now, they are really dope. They really dope and they're not being they're not being um not not being talked about. That's foolish. Right. You know? And now look. So, so we, we, this is a, another part of the the segment mm-hmm. where you get a chance to hear how you sound and learn your own voice. It's right? a fact. It's a fact. So everybody doesn't have the greatest communication skills, mm-hmm. right? But there's a lot of critiquing going on on social media. Everybody's on social media platforms, right? Exactly. Has you know, if you go into college and, and you done, shout out to Big True, shout out to Jack Jackie School, mm-hmm. taught me how to you know to speak in the general public and how to carry a conversation on a daily basis, because public speaking is very important. That's right? a fact. Although that you're on um, on, on social media, mm-hmm. you still have to articulate articulate yourself at a high level and give yourself some value so people understand where you're coming from. Communication is 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 one. Uh, part of the English language that stand up because it's about to start happening again. Um, so these things that's going on. So the funny thing is that, like I said, communication is very, very um, untapped skill that people think that language is is universal. It's not. It's a fact. <laughs> it's not. Language is not universal in the area of, 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 of let me explain to you. 
body language, that's one form of language, right? You also have the physical, like the words itself, that part of the language. You got to break this thing down. You have, you know, uh, it, all of the senses are involved. Some people don't know how to communicate with their with their tongue. They're not to communicate with their body. You know, a lot of people can tell. Like we we did the media training and we saw the chance to see, but what people's body languages were. Some people they were mute during the conversations when we were trying to articulate um, and carry out uh, a press conference at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. They didn't want to speak up and speak out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is these are the things that we're trying to. No, not trying. We're doing exactly. But we're doing it. You know. Shout you know? out to um, Big Baby, man. Shout out to that man, yo. And yeah. um, you know, we, we, we're giving uh, untapped and undisclosed talent an opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, come on our platform, talk about their businesses, talk about their walk and their entrepreneurship life, uh, how how they feed their families, because we have to feed families too. You know what I'm saying? And also the positivity component of black men got to stick together. Exactly, man. That's a big misconception about us as a whole. We do stick together. And it's not just being gang members or being in politics or being on a basketball team. There's a lot of individuals that can take some insight from us on how to be able to young person to uh, intelligent, older person or mature Got us in the game. You can learn something from everybody. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. Shout out to everybody that's out there, man. Shout out to everybody that's actually just looking for a way out. Shout out to Jay Huff, man. Shout out to um West West Philly Turk, man. Shout out to these people, man. Because you know it's crazy. It's like even people from my own city, like you know, like Drop Top Harvey, Name, um, Memes, you know, uh, Rico Ten Bands, OEJ, people like that. You know, like even um even Lala Brooke, man. Shout out to these people because you know what, man. These same people that um that people never thought would be nothing actually becoming something. Listen, and and, and I support those people wholeheartedly, and you know I do. I know because do. I know somebody. I know a lot of people didn't think I was going to get where I'm at today. So I'm actually pushing for those individuals specifically on this podcast because, for one, God will use anybody. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what's crazy? I found out. I found out about um about some about somebody else, and he surprised me. He surprised me. His name is um Big Trip. Big, Big Trip. Trip. He, he's actually from New York and shit like that. He, su- he surprised me. Or it's curses, bro. Oh, he surprised me. He surprised me by um by a lot of by a lot of few things because you know like he came from um he came like say for example you never expect for somebody to be uh somebody that you would and uh how you say when you see an image of somebody you expect somebody image to be different. Than what you see, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, you want to expect for that person to be like, uh, yeah, I'll articulate be, this thing. Let me let me explain yeah. it to me because then that because some people might the audience might not understand. Basically, yeah, let's go into let's go into it then. Like, you mean like, look, you mean the look of him, um, the how he's how he's coming with his delivery, uh, some of the things that we got going on. Look, and I've learned this too. The visual sometimes does not match that the outcome. Like, you know, when you see a person with stage presence. I've seen people that had absolutely the no change, no gold, no listen, come in there with all with all the same color. And when they open up their mouth, listen, it's science coming out of there. Listen, I'm gonna shout out to a rapper that right now that everybody needs to be uh paying attention to. His name's Russell. 
And we're not paying attention to this. This brother is like the black Martin Luther King of rap. And I'm telling you right now, when he opens up his mouth in the mic, he's speaking the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing, when we get a chance to um, interview him, and uh, shout out next week, we got an amazing special guest uh, uh, on the podcast, C.J. Wallace, uh, Biggie Small's son. And we that's what, you know, we're going to make sure we put our music on and bop it to the right and the left because Biggie Smalls is one of my favorite artists Fast, uh, of all time. You know, um, I think I, I think if not, he's one of the top three or a top my top three favorite. When that flashback Fridays come on, I think that Biggie Smalls have lived living legend. Exactly. I mean, you know, he's going. He's a living legend. He's not somebody that people feel like is passed away. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Um, so let's just keep it going. It's going to be a smooth transition on today. You know, yeah. we got a lot to do this weekend. Uh, also, Rutgers. University, shout out to Jersey Mike's. You can drop off all of your, uh, you know, coats, book bags. They do the coat drive and all that, you know, and food drives too. So food drive with Rutgers University. Jersey Mike's is the location, uh, Jersey Mike Stadium. You can go there and drop off your stuff. It's for today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hey. It's all about the love. It's all about the love. Definitely that. Uh, pay attention to what's hot happening out here in your community. And we're going to be right back with some stuff. And anyway, it's a pretty easy day. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's a pretty easy day. Uh, I, I just want you guys to know this is a very exciting time in my life. When I get a chance to mentor young people, I get a chance to give influence and impact my community. Hey, my question to you. What's up, um, I was trying to find out if we can get uh, some, some pub political figures and some congressmen or maybe some some people that's in our community uh, down here to, to rock out with us this weekend, what you think? Of course, what are you thinking? Oh, man, I, I, you know what? Hey, one of my mentors, Wayne Smith, he used to be the uh, uh, mayor of Irvington, New Jersey. I'm, I'm going to get him here. Exactly you Listen, Wayne Smith, <laughs> I, I'm shouting him out now, right? When I met him, he owned a black bank too. This is this this is where I'm going, right? I never met a person that owned a black bank in my life. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so 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 I think that you know somebody that owns a bank and has an opportunity for you, uh, you, you guys got to pay attention to that. Exactly. He That's taught dope. me. He taught me how to move around the funding. He taught me how to build my my brand, and he also told me how the information on how to increase the value because that's what people want to know. What what's valuable about you? You know, and it's always a like I said, there's a language communication barrier between corporate America and the street. That's you know, so so mm-hmm. so people want to know how to scale. So I'm also going to teach you how to scale today too, and I'm going to teach you at the same time while we learning. You know, we learning together. Exactly. I, I I think that you know um, having the classic understanding that do you know where you're going? That's coin right there. Do you absolutely know where you're going? Do you want to go uh, by yourself or do you want to go with a team? Me, I have to want to go with a team. Same I could go, to, I, I've been there by myself. Trust me, it's lonely at the top. It For real. You don't got nobody to talk to. And sometimes everybody thinks you're egotistical and you got an ego. But like Dion always says, don't let my confidence, <laughs> you know, make you feel uh, like you have no, like, like you're afraid. And, like, don't let my confidence. And don't hold on. Let me re, let me remix that. He says to you, 
don't make your uh, insecurities mm. uh, come come be a part of my confidence. It's, it's kind of like he broke it down. You know, he broke it down and saying like, if you're insecure about my confidence and, and, and think it's uh, insecurities and, uh, and arrogance, it's not. It's my confidence mm. that makes you feel like the way you feel. Exactly. So I should, I don't have to dull myself down for you. Why should you? you know, why should you? You should, <laughs> you should want to be excellent at everything you do, right? It's like, yeah, it's like basically you changing your image for somebody else. Right. And I think that, you know, <clears throat> I don't want you to water down yourself. Exactly. That's what I see. Like, I don't want you to water down anything you're doing. I, I think that that's where everybody, there's a measuring stick going on. And I think you should have your own voice. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I think in business, mm-hmm. some people don't want to highlight that. Exactly. You know, I think I want to wrap that thing in a bow and deliver it to everybody in the world so they can understand, like, listen, there's intelligent people out here. That's a fact. You just got to rock with them, True. you know, until they find their way. Because everybody had a walk of life and everybody's like, actually, they're guessing they're guessing and trying to make educated guesses, guesses along the way. Excuse me. <clears throat> Shout out to local um, urban in New Jersey. They be hooking us up with the Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, hopefully yeah, we got Dunkin' Donuts and sponsors or something like that because we're trying to help our communities, man. So what do you think about uh, these parts of, like, do you have to, and when you go to your jobs or you had your job, did you have to not be yourself to be at that job? Absolutely. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like, um, anytime I go to a job, I'm, I'm remaining me. I ain't changing for the next person. I'm no, but I'm saying that did they ask you to be, like, you know. Like, oh, they didn't, ask, they didn't ask me to be my, um, they asked me to be myself. They didn't ask me to be anyone else. They were just basically just saying that, you know, um, when you come into work, it's like, you know, you just remain humble. Like, you remain humble when you at work. It's like, you know, um, I feel like when you go to a job and you work at a job, they're not asking you to change your image. They ask you just to do certain things differently. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you can't do the same things you did at the same example old job that you had. When you come into a, a new presence, you have to change, reevaluate yourself, reevaluate mm-hmm. how you do things. Because everything is uh, different in this world, especially if you're not, especially if you're not paying attention, and you have to pay attention because like you could do something truly, truly bad in the end of your career forever, hey, and it can mess you up, and you you will feel you know that that type of uh, discouragement because you feel like you be feeling like I wish I could have did better. Right. Um, let me see. I'm gonna send my guy the link right now. He just now hit me. Uh, CJ meaning and I want to go into this conversation with with him really quick. Um, hold on, let me see where he is. Is he available? Shout out to CJ meaning He has an uh, amazing business that I want everybody to understand that this is super cool to be on. And you guys, he showed me some parts of the game that's so different in business that I have to I have to shout him out this morning. And I hopefully I can bring him on. And you guys can listen to some of his insight and business. You know, it's really like intellectual with what he got going on. Um, let's go, let's see what we got here. One, two, three. Let's see what we got. Yeah, he is here. But yeah, as we keep this thing going, mm-hmm. keep it rolling, and try to keep a flow moving. Um, here we go. 
कमनों कमों अच्छा सी what I wanted to do was learn a, a, a different flow on a Friday, like improvisation at the same time, be able to interact with your audience and have a real cool conversation. You mm-hmm. know, um, exactly. And entrepreneurship uh, is the title of today in um, on Flashback Fridays because I can remember where I was, right? A kid that got these super big dreams of building his own institution, his own network, and creating value for himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's good though, because if you have if you have a lot of value in yourself, you never know how far that value could go. Once you believe in you, you have somebody else that believes in you too. That's another factor because now you want to go even twice as hard as you ever went before. So, say, for example, one person believes in you, and then you get five more people that believe in you. Now you got six people. Well, plus yourself, that's seven people. And then you get five more people, and it continues just increasing after that. And it continues increasing over and over because, like, uh, once a couple people believe in you, they push the narrative out to other people. Other people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny since I'm a Gemini and I can I, I can attest to this. A lot of people. The reason why I can understand what Kanye West is saying is because <laughs> <laughs> I have multiple conversations with myself. <laughs> you know, I don't I I, I don't have to uh, I don't need friends because I got twelve people. Facts. You already know what it is. One 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 day every month, I change into a different version of myself, and I'm that character all month. So I get a chance to have fun with different characters all the time. Most people don't understand that for the Gemini, you have to decipher through the information. If he wants you to know something, he'll tell you directly. Exactly. And if you're not listening to him long enough, he'll step on you. Yeah, that's true. And and before before there's any um, argument or bad vibe, Mm -hmm. he'll dip off on you before the vibe even That'll be kind of giving you a bad taste again, about because he dipped off so fast. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think people got Kyrie Irving all the way messed up exactly. when it comes to. All right, so first of all, is he a genius or is he not a genius? He's a genius. <laughs> is he a not? Is he not ahead of his time? He's ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. And he not even he not even old. That's the crazy part about it. He's not even old, but he got so much knowledge. He got so much understanding. The people don't understand that. Just because you know somebody comes to the world and they present something doesn't mean they should be looked at as a bad person. Right. Stand up real quick. Stand yeah. Up. yeah. So these are the things that's going on during the day, right? It's hilarious, right? Because we're here so early that the, the building ain't even ready for us to be here. But we be rocking out every day. It's so hilarious. It's so hilarious. I get to laugh at this all the time because I like I'm an early bird. I like waking up since I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um you know, as minute, and then this is another thing that I want to cure right, if I can help it. Asthma. I've been, okay. a, I've been an asthmatic since I was a kid. Played athlete. I played absolute sports my whole entire life. Hey, brother, <laughs> we got a special guest today, man. We got the guy Adam to the spot. Morning, 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 morning. CJ, just coming in from outside. Folks. I hope everybody's doing good. Yes, sir. Listen, I told everybody about you. Excuse my voice. I've been talking all week. Right. So I said, 
I got the coolest entrepreneur that you guys got to meet. He told me, he taught me so many tricks in the game that kept me alive through COVID. And there's a lot of happening out here. We're dealing with a lot of mental illness, anxiety, depression. Yeah. Um, college kids, they don't know what to do. But they also have tricky things that they do to stay alive on social media, right? Animation. They're in video They're in gaming worlds. And I told him, I said, I got a cool cat that I've been working back with ever since we were rocking out while I'm running around with a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm camera by myself. You get what Back I'm saying? Back in the day. See, see, people don't know the evolution of a brand, right? So I said, this brand wasn't even alive until I realized that I needed to sit down and have conversations with people to find out what they did so I could build my business. And he had a website, right? I'll let you tell a little bit about it. Okay. Tell them about uh, your, your, your platform. Yeah. So listen, so I've been teaching entrepreneurship for 30 years. I went back to school to get an MBA when I was in my 40s mm. and I came out and I realized that people needed help. And and it wasn't just, you know, if, 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 if you want to learn the skills, we live in a time where you can learn all the skills you need to be an entrepreneur. But in order to do that, you have to be able to get into the colleges that are holding that information. And if you can't get into the college or you can't get into the grad school, then you don't get to get that information and get in the game. So I was talking to my partner, Jill Callahan, about this. And she said, look, CJ, tech is the equalizer. Why don't we go build our own platform and and get the information out there so people can access it? And that's exactly what we did. We spent two years studying the top programs on the planet. I went to Babson, the number one school for entrepreneurship, got an MBA from Babson, went to Harvard, got a certificate from Harvard in entrepreneurship, and came out of both of those programs and said, now I'm ready to set mine up. And oh, by the way, previous to that, I had built a a $25 million nonprofit teaching entrepreneurship around the world. So I took all of that and put it into the current program we have now called XP Startup Labs. Mm -hmm. And if you're an entrepreneur and you want to get in the game, this is your ticket to entry right here. So look, so we got an entrepreneur right here, right? Love it. So I explained to him, I said, look, me and my guy, we've been working this thing and trying to figure out how we can work together, right? Programs, certificates, We've been doing things. He's been actually getting entrepreneurs together to help them build funding, which is an amazing job. He's been doing an amazing job. Meanwhile, he was able to hire me for production. And actually, I got a coin because Street Startups was one of the number one podcasts. And I'm listen, I want to bring that thing back around and really highlight you guys this year to be able to get you guys back. And in, in, you guys are already in the industry, but I know we can impact it with the network that I have now. It's a lot of kids that even know who you guys are. And shout out to Rutgers University for even, this is the, my fifth year with an opportunity with Express North to be able to be building this type of platform, right? They gave me the, they get with my experience and my hustle, they believed in my program. And they said, okay, look, we'll give you another year. We'll give you another opportunity to be able to flush this thing out so everybody can know what, you, what you're doing. COVID happens. As soon as it starts to blow up, and I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? Now I'm sitting in the house, I'm looking, Zoom's blowing up, and I'm not doing this. What? I know. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not saying, first of all, how do you deal with someone that's so hands-on person to person and there's no opportunity for 
um, you to get to your clients? How do you deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. So that was part of what we did. Right. And, and look, the quick answer is technology. We right. now have the opportunity in the world we live in to go anywhere, anytime through the use of uh, platforms, through the use of, of programs like this, through the use of Zoom. The, the barriers are being broken down. The barriers to entry that have kept entrepreneurs out of the game have been smashed and it's time to play. The challenge is that I see is getting people the knowledge they need to know in order to be in the game and be successful. Look, if you think about it like sports, right? You don't just walk on the basketball court one day and become a, 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 a star. You got to, you know, in the words of Allen Iverson, we talking about practice, right? You got to get out there. You got to learn your skills. You got to hone your skills. You got to, you got to get good. Okay. And that's, that's part of what my pro. Oh, we kicked them out. No, I don't know what happened. We got to we got to invite him back in yeah. really quick. We actually had lost it. Yeah, we lost it. But hey, listen, sometimes that work that happens. Listen, this is technology. Yeah. But you gotta understand he was in the middle of his platform. We text him back nice. one more time. I don't know what happened. But yo, he was on those, he was on to something. Yeah, he's actually you he was know? on to a lot. Um, we sent him back the link so he could finish the conversation. Um, you know, these things, these things right here really, really are important for us to show people that we really got things going on. Know what happened to the social media up there? Mm -hmm. But I was, you have to work on your skills, man. That's true. See, you didn't even know on Friday that he was going to be in the program with certificates and scholarships and everything. All right, we back. We back. back. Looks like I lost you, fellas. Look, you see, that's why technology is so important, man. Well, it. it's that's my bad. I was trying to get on. I was trying to get on the on, on my setup here in the studio. I'll just stay. I'll just stick with this. I'll just stick with this. And don't worry about it. We get to edit here. That's why this is a great thing. We can do it live, and we can kind of we can restream it. We can edit it. We can okay. do it anywhere. This is the greatest part, and we can stream live now. That's the greatest part of the platform. You don't even have to be. We can teach, and we can educate now. That's it. This is the best part of the the, the partnership that we have because he's an amazing educator. Like like when you start doing the seminars. I didn't even realize that I was in school. Like, you know, it's so funny. Like, yeah, COVID happened. He would send us the link. And I'm like, I would just tell my experience. And he just told me that people know me. Like, he does uh, a reentry program, which is amazing, right? He goes around. And he, he talks about entrepreneurship. Yo, listen, we got to get together. Why, you know, we got to hey. hook up. Yeah, let's, let's, let's meet next week. That's fine. Listen, we got to get him set up. I want to, like I said, I'm, I have a whole. I just did a whole media training for all high school students. I wanted to make you get you a part. I saw of that. It. Saw that. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, I, next, I have University High School. I'm getting all high schools in, involved coming down to you know, like first of all, public speaking is very hard. Everybody doesn't have that skill. That's a fact. Yeah, I mastered that skill. I've been on well, stage. You, you taught me how to talk on how to speak on video. That's it. Right. And, and, and just to be able to articulate yourself and get people to, to have a, 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 to build a value system while you're expressing yourself. Some people don't have a boring personality. You know, they, they don't know how to articulate where they're where they're trying to take you. And I just had that net and that skill to build. And I knew I said, let me take this to a platform where people can understand, like some people don't have the best personalities, but you can take this and take 
what they have of value, turn it into some type of program and make it interactive and enjoyable for people to see. So that's why the values are so important for us to build at the same level. Because you know what? You know who has that? Kids. Young people have the skill set. That's why TikTok is so inspirational to people. Mm-hmm. And they enjoy this more than uh, they're enjoying it more than Instagram. You know? The, yes. The quote unquote live scene. You can see it and you can see the mistakes. You see the good things. You can see the bad things. And um, tell me a little bit about what's new, like what you got going on now. Yeah. So you just said reentry, right? Well, uh, Tracy and I uh, started with brought street startups into the Department of Corrections uh, right when COVID was started, right? And look, let's keep it real. Some of our most talented entrepreneurs. Are, are, are in prisons and jails across across the country right now. And if you want to look at what the war on drugs did here in the United States, it took so much talent out of our communities, right? <laughs> took so much talent out of our communities and and locked that talent away. And, 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 and basically now you're dealing with a situation where you have generations of, of young men who, who, who've, who've, just been separated from their families, right? You've you not only destroyed individuals, but you've destroyed families, and ultimately you've destroyed communities. See? So, so this this war on drugs has has impacted far more than just individuals, right? We're talking about communities being attacked by this issue. Right. And part of what Tracy and I talked about was we need to help people rebuild. And whenever you're talking about rebuilding communities. The, you, the number one way to rebuild a community is through entrepreneurship and economic activity. And we all know that the entrepreneurs are the drivers of economic activity in our communities. So what better way to help folks individually and help families and help communities, but by teaching the skills of entrepreneurship. So look, we've been dancing around this for a while. We, we've been, you, you know, Javon, we've been, we've been working in impacted communities for two years now. Right. And we kept saying we need to go. We need to go back, it, you know, in, into the prisons and help folks who are, who are incarcerated, so that when they get back home, they can hit the ground running and they've got the skills. And, and look, the returning citizens that are on the street that have nothing to do. See, this is where I see the the, the, the problematic issue is. Right, once they get out. Now they're on the blocks. They're on the corners. They're around their friends. They're around the the whole same. The, the 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 Jones of okay, I have to do what I have to do. Yes. Now, now they're stressed out. Now they're feeling the same thing, the the same problematic issues that they've got in trouble in the first place. So how do you stop someone from being um, survive fight fight or flight? Yes. They can't. They have to survive. They have to do everything they possibly could do to eat. So if you have if you have a person that's in your community. That way, and they're looking at you. You can become a target. We have the, that violence that brings violence into your neighborhoods. That makes that makes kids endangered. That has issues that's going on, right? So there's no programs besides mine and yours that that can target that insight and say, "Hey, how many people don't have jobs here?" Okay, so can we have a job fair and get mental health is a major issue in our communities for for one, right? And then you have the entrepreneurs that don't have that don't have funding that are in those communities that we don't even know about. 
So yeah. that's what that's what made. And then you have the younger kids that are being influenced by all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do myself a favor and become the ad that have the story be told about all of these people. So they became my target market. And I said, okay, that's the value right there. I so I need to make those people the celebrities. And that's how I found CJ. True. Because I think that in my area of the IMU network, he's one of my all-stars on the all-star team because he kept my company afloat when people didn't want to see the value in my company. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, snap, I have it. Now I know that, okay, the local celebrity that I see and I take pictures and videos every day, these guys, they just take advantage and take for granted that we're here. And the interviews that we give them that we just posted on our platform and they get free press. So I said, okay, that's out. I have to get to the person that's going to really talk to me and engage me and be able to work in the community at the same time to have a better economic uh, uh, fair, you know, where we are both... Uh, living and we're we're breathing each other's business, and that's yeah. what it works. Uh, hey, uh, tell video games. This is where we are right now. Yeah. You know, we're 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 in a video game social platform era right now, where CJ has something great that we're working on. He has an animation and video game platform on his. I'm gonna show him a platform too. So it's funny that all people had to do during 2019 was play video games. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. We're talking a billion dollar industry, right? Multi, multi. We need so it's skyrocketed. Now, again, as a teacher, as an educator, remember my background, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. And and so what I've learned is to identify what students are interested in and what what they how they learn. And I came home one day and I saw my son on the computer playing a video game where he had to build a strategy. He had to build a team. He had to implement the plan that he developed with his team members. And he had to use all these decision-making skills. Every single one of them is what they're trying to teach at school. But I had never seen him so engaged before in my life. And as I started to look at this and break it down, I said, wow, these video games are adding so much value to his life. You know, as adults, we think they're just, we think kids are just playing over there. Yeah. You know, and then my partner, Jill, came along. She raised, she raised uh, her children uh, not to be afraid of technology, to engage in technology, to play video games. And she saw the benefits of playing video games at all her, or online gaming is what we call it now, right? You tell how old school I am. I'm calling them video games, right? So, so they're doing all the online gaming and, and she saw the skills uh, that, that her young folks developed. And, and be, so she, she brought it to me. She said, CJ, we got to do something to help the gamers take their gaming skills and turn them into startup skills. Yeah. And that's how, that's how the whole XP Startup Labs for, for gamers got started. And it, we've been going now for two years doing just that teaching gamers how to turn their gaming skills into a startup situation. See, and that's huge, you know, because you like you're reaching, you're reaching kids, you're reaching kids where they are. And most, yeah. Just think about the disconnect. You got young people who are learning to be independent, how to think for themselves, how to make decisions and run their own lives. And now you're taking them and in school, what are you teaching them? The only thing you're teaching them is how to go get a job and work for somebody else.
don't want to do that. They oh, want to they want to express themselves in the marketplace. And it's sad because it's like this nation nowadays, it's like uh people is taking the wrong concept when it comes down to like actually you being your own boss and you being your own entrepreneur. Like certain people is not getting the right understanding because when it comes down to certain videos that people are watching, people being influenced the wrong way. And when they taking when they seeing this all this technology and they seeing people posting this online, people posting this online, like it's like, you know, when people are looking at some of these videos, I don't really think they're getting the right type of inspiration. I feel like people are getting lost in this type of world because it's like uh, depression works a lot, especially nowadays. Depression is one thing. You know, it's like people being inside of jail systems and stuff like that, especially in this pandemic. And it's like, you know, it's, it's reflecting because like people don't know what to do. You be constantly being in one room for six, seven hours, you know? You, you going up to YouTube, watching these videos, you're thinking these people giving you the right type of knowledge. Oh, you know, and especially these young kids now with these 13, oh, yeah. 14, you know, 12 years old. How they doing things now is, you know, they could be jumping on the video game. They could be, same example, they could be playing Call of Duty. Next thing you know, they want to go out there. They want to have a big behind gun. They want to be shooting it down the street. Like, come on, you can't be doing stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's sad because it's like some of them don't know exactly what it is from the real world in the fake world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's so true. And, and so what, what our program does is take is help folks take those skills that they're just learning while they're playing the game and use them in a positive way, right? So you, you talk about resource management. I mean, it's still a silly little thing. Do I pick up the health right now or do I pick up the ammo right now, right? What, which one of these do I pick up? Which one do I need now? And now we're going to make that decision later on in the day. Do, yeah. I go, do I go to school? Do I need that now? Or do I go hang out with my friends now, right? Right, right. These are decisions that we got to learn how to make. See, and the thing is that the impactful part that you're saying right now, I think people need to understand that that is real adult life. What do I pick up so the skill scales, that my life improves? And if I pick up the wrong skill set at that moment where I make a decision, it affects my family. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that correlation. If kids are picking up that cognitive skill because they want learning value, they need to build their uh, their organizations. They need to build their teams. They want to get popular. They understand the correlation between popularity, mm-hmm. influence, and building a team. Team building. See, really? the, the 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 point that I'm trying to make here is is that. Adults, when you become an adult, some people have never back in the 80s and 90s, they never played a sport before. So they don't know how to deal with 2022's children right now. They don't want to deal with those guys because they are not talking online. They're not networking. They're not network marketers. So they don't know how to relate to today's society. And I think that right now is the time for relationships to be building. And I tell I call you guys the 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 legacy builders, those the generation that are the, the the baby boomers that have voted, made the policies, created the things that we see now, and then the or, the early development of old is now a new generation, and they feel like okay, I can stay in the house and I can work all day, mm-hmm. I can work online, and I can make the value system from sitting in a seat. And I don't think the perspective of of the 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 respect level of that. The baby boomers to this generation are not meeting. And I think this is where this is the example of the respect level. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think that the people that understand that they 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 uh, explore new ways of evolution and be able to build the enterprise because I need the old school ways. Honestly, that's yeah. why I need the younger generation to understand that the old school way 
from target marketing. To, who's your target? Mm-hmm. Who who are you trying to um, influence? And mm-hmm. are you are are they paying you? Mm-hmm. Because me, you, CJ, we had to talk about that, right? Crowd, yeah. my, one of my issues, crowdfunding, right? I can talk a great game, but now when we talk about the value of the system, I have a little had a little bit of issues on, uh, and 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 uh, corporations they have a different language, so I didn't. I, that's not my skill set, right? So that's where I have to bring the expert in to say, okay, let's. I know the value. I know how to articulate it in, in front of mass audiences. I'm a great influencer to the youth. So now I know how to do that. How do we take that and package that so corporations can take us around the country? Mm-hmm. And CJ is going to take us around the country because I think that this system mm-hmm. between young, the, the the people that are becoming professionals from re, either re-entry or, just, or going back to college, like CJ just said, he went back at 40, I went back at 30. But, you know, these things are happening simultaneously because I want to be a doctor. I want to be Dr. Akeley. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... Yeah. I want my son to see masters of communication on the wall and say that he mastered to uh, mastered language and articulation and journalism because that's the skill set he was in, learning how to relate to his audiences. And I want the audience that's learning who the new me is now. Exactly. So for you, mm-hmm. you're going to take his course, and we're going to get we're, we're going to do a master class, and we're going to yes. we're going to create. We're going to create and we're going to be able to articulate from the, the the older generation to the new generation. And we're going to start. I already started now. So now I'm an educator. And now we're going to start building this format so everybody can understand this is the value. I love it. Anybody? I love it. Building people. So listen, CJ, I'm so happy you came on. You saved our friend. And then I Thank said, you, CJ. We went flashback Fridays. Tell them about <laughs> when we first met where we were. And, um, the first time I seen him, and I said, hey, it's this cool guy sitting in the seat, right? <laughs> it was a break. We was at Red Bull Stadium, and I'm like, this guy's, it was a break, and it was motivational speakers. Hip- uh, I think it was the hip-hop preacher at the time, right? Yeah, Eric Thomas was and the keynote. It was the keynote speaker, Eric yeah. Thomas. And he was, and I was filming for, for, that, for that program. Okay. And I'm like, why is anybody interacting at the time? See this, this cool, fresh guy sitting in the back. I thought he was cool, so I figured <laughs> I, got I got that energy. I got yeah, that energy. Yeah, yeah, young, yeah, young people energy. I'm like, what are you cool, bro? So we started getting talking. He was like, yo, I got, you know, maybe we should do some business. And yeah. I'm like, see, this is the first person that said to me out of all the people that are, that are quote-unquote entrepreneurs, let's do some business. Mm-hmm. That, that, that okay. struck my mind. I said, that's somebody to work with. Because he's seeing potential. See? He's seeing That's right. He- You're absolutely right. I saw him hustling that day, and I didn't even know how how hard he was hustling that day, right? I only, I only found that out later on. Yeah. But look, that's the power of networking. My side of that story is, look, I've been teaching for 25 years. Well, at the time, I've been teaching for 25 years. And th- these these guys were essentially my competitor. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me just let me go and check out what's going on now. Let me see what's current. Let me see what's fresh. You know, I hate I hate I don't ever want to be that guy who has that attitude of, oh, I know it all. Right. And that's how I ended up at the event. Right. So if I don't go to that event, I don't meet Javon. And, you know, a whole component of my business now doesn't exist. 
But see, CJ, if you didn't meet Javon, I, if you didn't meet Javon, and then Javon didn't actually pick me on to all of this stuff right here, how can I meet you today? And you give me this much knowledge, you know? Right. That's it. That's, That's it. You got to, you know, the entrepreneurs out there, you got to be building your network every single day, right? And then you got to follow up. Like, it's great that we met at the event, but if we hadn't followed up, it, so what? And, you know, the crazy part is I'm, I'm literally trying to beat depression from young people. Young people are really like canceling themselves out of here. I know. And it's at like an all time rate. I'm not I'm realizing that it's a lot of people that they call me and I'm like, look, man, I'm a, I don't feel so well. I'm take myself out. And I'm like, no, this is not it. You, you, yeah. have, you have a voice. Find your voice. You have a skill that God gave you that you can create and be able to influence anybody around you. Your story is a jewel it's a diamond in the rough you just don't know how to tell it and i think that's where i found my voice and images and i'm a master at imagery you get yeah. what I'm saying? people know how to document and be able to create and bring people together at any time of the hour it looks eight o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. people look I'm, I'm carrying out my network the way i'm supposed to it's educational Philanthropy yeah. is going on, entrepreneurship. I got young people involved. These are the interactive things I want people to see about the brand that creates a legacy for our families. And it's a value system that um, anybody can use because I don't want to just use it for myself. Exactly. You know, and I, I think that part is very important for people to understand that if you're going to be on a platform, what is your platform about? Mm -hmm. And why do I have to tune in every day? or tune once a week, or, and now we're on every platform. We're on all platforms. I put on, and not to mention, 50% partner of, uh, uh, just like how we do it. Every entrepreneur that's around, if you guys want to create your own platform, your own podcast, your own documentary, your own series, this is the place to do it. You have to build out and flush out who you are and tell the genuine, authentic story about yourself so people understand where you're coming from. It's relatable. It's true to value. It's true to purpose. And CJ knows how to do ebooks. He mm. did one with his kid. I want to do one with my kid. I think that's do so it. My, do it. My. Look, my. people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. So you gotta get out there and you gotta share yourself with people. And you mentioned a very powerful thing, Javon, this whole issue about, you know, our young people and, 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 the, and the state of mind that a lot of our young folks are in. It's another another powerful point of gaming. Look, I'm not a mental health professional. The, the problem's real, but I can speak to my own experience. And I do know that there's a power in the video games. One of the things they teach us or the, the gaming is one of the things it teaches us is you can start over. Exactly. Even even if you fail, you can start over. Oh, right. Reset, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. I, I, you know, uh, <clears throat> I felt bad about starting over. You know, it's like yeah. you messed up so many times, and I'm like, dang, how am I gonna do this? This I don't I don't want people to see my flaws, my weaknesses, my but I said, you know what? Forget that. You're going to see what I'm going through so you know that it's not all perfect and that I'm trying every single day and you need to help this mission. Mm -hmm. You have to help right. connect the story. You are a major player in this component that nobody, see, everybody's calling me now at 8 o'clock, but I'm <laughs> trying to tell people, listen, 
We are on a network. This is every morning, and we're not going to stop until we're on national television where people can see this type of energy. Fast. You know what I'm saying? And I won't stop until I get there. And when I get there, I'm going to have a whole bunch of young people behind me to create this thing. CJ, you're on the journey, and everybody needs to know what we're doing. Man. Facts, man. I'm one of the people that actually dealt with that. That, uh, that dealt with that, like uh, tell depression. Them. Tell depression. Them. I dealt with depression over and over. I dealt with depression. Maybe to be honest with you, I dealt with depression since since I was actually a little kid. Um, I actually, when I was born, I was actually put on Ritalin, and I didn't actually know that. I was born, I was born uh, crazy, and when I came out, when I came out, like I had a lot of depression. I dealt with depression like at a young age. I was in Jersey City going to a school at PS Forty One, and I was dealing with depression even then, like because I felt like um, and I had a seizure, CJ. I had a seizure, and, it, and I had a seizure, and I dealt with it for uh, I lost three years of, of the life that I actually had, and I was three years old when it actually happened to me. I had to learn everything from what I had already learned already to learn it right back again. And it was difficult. And uh, I ended up going through so much of depression because I felt like, you know, I didn't want to read in front of people. I didn't want to talk in front of people. You know, like I felt like, you know, people might laugh at it. People were like, oh, well, you know, he don't know know uh, as much knowledge as we thought he did. And then, you know, so crazy was like, that's my friend that I was thinking about when I was younger. And when I started to see that people didn't really care that I was around, I said, oh, okay. It made me want to aspire even more. And I grew up going through depression because my grandfather, um, he was the one that actually raised me as his actual son. Because my father, he was there, but he was caught up on um, mental drugs for years, for 40 years of his life. And he's actually still on it now. And um, to be honest with you, he doesn't play a part in my life. He never did. Um, me, I actually have a, a daughter, 12-year-old, uh, Javon, Javon's niece and all of that. Um, it played the part because it's like me as a person, you know, like I always wanted to see how it was to be a father. And understand how it is, you know, and I've dealt with depression ever since I was I was a young age, but depression actually really started to happen to me when I was around 11 and 12, and I dealt with uh, depression, and I got arthritis in my legs, and, you know, I went through a lot of mental stage. My mom's, you know, say, for example, my father was on drugs for 40 years. My mother was sick for almost 40 years, you know, like, and it's, it's sad because it's like, you know, and then it's like, being a, um, a victim, uh, being a victim of- Stand up. No, oh, no, you know what, oh, stay in, stay in. So being a victim, also being a victim of um, of being caught up to where like, knowing that your mom, knowing that your mom, she grew up and that she dealt with sickness, but she also was uh, molested at one time. Mm-hmm. It happened to me, that actually happened to me um, when I was 11, it actually happened to me up to when I was 13. But the one thing I didn't do was I didn't let it bring me down. I kept fighting, kept fighting, yeah. kept fighting. Because the only yeah. thing I know was, CJ, is to keep moving. I don't That's know what it is to give up. I don't. It's hard for me. I can say I can give up today and I'll be ready to go back tomorrow. Or yeah. I'll be back the next hour. Like, listen, get back in it. I'm ready to get back in the field. You know, like, it's, it's like people don't know how it is to actually go through these struggles. Like, I understand. And it's like, you know, maybe, it's, you know, um, me and Javon actually feel on the same level because Javon actually came and helped me at the time that I, I actually needed it. Because I was going through a lot, I going through depression for three years at the time. Um, at the time that I had my daughter, I went through depression for three years. I didn't have nothing. I went through a bad struggle. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how it was to be a father, and it was very, very difficult. And then, for example, I'm asking people for help, and it's like I couldn't get help from certain people in my family. They was the ones who did me the most dirty. This man right here was one of the men who actually believed in me, and he wanted me to go out and get these three jobs and work. And once I got a car. He told me about his dream. He wanted to do all. Oh, I want to do my certifications. Come on, bro. I take you anywhere you want to go. I don't care if we going all the way down to Atlanta. I don't care if we going all the way down to uh, how you say uh, Washington D.C. 
Miami, you know, Las Vegas. We'll take that ride. I don't care. I if we gotta go sleep in the car for a couple of hours and do it, let's do it. And the crazy thing about it is if it wasn't if it wasn't for him actually um graduating me out of that stage, I feel like that I wouldn't be here. And I wanted to off myself a couple of times with drugs, you know, with, yeah. with shoot myself, stabbing myself, you know, throw myself off a bridge and stuff like that. But I had to think to myself that why should I give up this easily? And then when I had my daughter, I had to work with them type of mental stages. And it was difficult for me because first thing I thought to myself that I didn't have a father, you know, and it was difficult because like me as a man, I didn't know what to do at a certain time. The one thing I always knew is that you have to continue fighting. The, the inside of me kept telling me, if you give up now, you know, people were going to put out this story that, you know, like he had this dream, he had that dream, but you know, he gave up too early. And I don't want to be one of the who's on the news, you know? So look, you see how that works, right? Letting someone speak their truth all the way to the end. Yes. Is very important, right? If you look at the media, you've got journalists, you have people that are cutting off the conversation, not getting the person's whole thought out to express themselves. Yeah. Even though it's not understandable or relatable to them, people don't have empathy anymore. Mm-hmm. I can I, I can I didn't have to go live. I wanted to go live for a reason, only because that not only is this a case study for other people to follow, this is for them to understand that this is, I have real life people sitting down with me with real life problems and we're working them out together on a daily basis in the state, the government, the colleges, the community has to be a part of this development of building people. People go through problems daily and they show the good parts on social media. Right. But what about who's dealing with the bad part? Who's dealing with the issue that's problematic when you see them with a with a a, a, what they call an episode? Right. So I I, I case that with the Kanye West. You see a camera always in their faces and someone going through PTSD while you're actually watching them because they can't get out of their own way. People people need a safe haven. Mm -hmm. And to be themselves, to be able to create, to have a visual, uh, have a physical living person that truly cares about, hey, say, bro, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Human emotion is real. I had episodes before. I had breakdowns before. I've cried. I've been through these issues. I've been through these moments where I wanted to just be like, I just want to quit. Mm-hmm. Who's going to help me? I don't know what to do. I've been in trouble before with the law multiple times to the point where it ruined my career in the area where I knew that I had dreams. And I've gotten to those points where no one wanted to help me. They want to disregard me and they want to push you to the side and say, listen, this kid is not valuable for what I'm doing right now. He's calling. He's a big burden to what we got going on. So we can't associate with him. We can't. And this is what the school system does. Yeah. And then the bullied kid becomes a, a, a person that has a gun in his hand and then he goes and shoots the place up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many news stories we've heard of this where the kid was bullied because he couldn't get out his issue and his problems. And he had the one friend or she had the one friend that they told before anything happened. They were bullied for multiple weeks, multiple weeks from their peers. And nobody knew that these emotional erratic episodes were happening and they were videoing them. And I was telling myself, I said, you know what? I'm gonna. I was a bully kid. 
And I said, I know what it feels like to not have a voice. Oh, you'll be okay. You know, you grew up in the 90s and you got to be tough. Everybody's not so tough Mm -hmm. and everybody don't have money. I wasn't, I didn't grow up with the, the, the gold spoon and somebody, I didn't wear Jordans every day. My son has more Jordans than I ever had in my life. And I said, who in the world is giving, paying $200? I said, you know what? I'll pay $200 for a business. Facts. Yes. But yes. I ain't paying $250 for no sneakers because it was $12. Investment. And I invested in myself and I know the value of what those sneakers cost. And I can take my son to talk to other sneakerheads at these organizations, these communities, knowing that y'all paying thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars for plastic and, and, and material when I could create it myself. Facts. So that's what made me become an entrepreneur and create ate my reality and i think people need to see this on facebook mm-hmm. and not turn a blind eye to it because you have a passionate person in the community that cares about kids like him and people that was in the community and elders themselves too that need to get their voices across too that's why my company is valuable and that's why i'm going to create the stories that need to be told and i'm going to get the media narrative of that these people have problems and you should disregard them. That's an issue. And this is what needs to be changed in our community. And that's what we're speaking about today. And that's why I said flashback Friday, I'm going to bring CJ on because this guy helped me impact my future by teaching me the language. That's a big deal. deal. When somebody, look, there's a lot of young, and I'm going to call you out. There's a lot of elders that are sitting around me that do not want to help. They look and they know they have the value system. They have the marketing marketing ability. They have the, they have the machine that's around me. And they say, listen, if he gets 5% of what I had, he's going to be on top. I will encourage all my elders to get behind a company like mine because the influence is the value of the young and the elder. Mm-hmm. Those partnerships must happen now in order for us to build a legacy and a curriculum, a new curriculum that we can understand. Look, we just talked about Joe Biden and they just striking down in Texas that the student loan system is, why would you bat that down? That what? whole system's so corrupt. So Whoa. we're going to take young people who got no business uh, taking on these loans, right? Are no. you kidding? 18 I mean, years old? Listen, my mom bounced a check. $5, forcing $5. these loans on people. Listen, forcing them on people. Listen, it's so hard to be able to even think about paying 13, 20,000. Oh, just pay a little bit. Look, I could barely put gas in my car at 18. I barely had a vehicle. I didn't even know how to pee in the toilet straight. I'm still, I'm trying to read books on a regular basis. How are you asking an 18 year old to pay that debt? It's an issue. It's a problem. It's a capitalist society where your kids are always going to be stressed out. And if I could get in front of anybody, a Congress, a board, I would tell them, these kids are stressed out and they can't think about money and education at the same time. There's no way possible that they're going to get this thing right the first time. I failed the first time right out. And then they, and then this is what my, my perception was at Dell State University. When they called me back to say, hey, why don't you take a break? I said, would you like to come back to school? The first thing I said, no. <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't want to go through that no more. That was my first nervous breakdown. I was only 19 years old. Mm. And I said, I don't want to go through that stress ever again. I went to junior college. And then right after that, a fire happened and I lost it all. So then I go into society and it's trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma. And you're dealing with a hurt person that's psychologically not healthy. So how are they going to deal with regular life? And they want to be educated at the same time. We have to deal with this case study at a, and hit it at the head. What are the numbers of people going through that type of stress? How are they dealing with their everyday life? Can they pay their bills? Do they have a job? Uh, is this, you know, it's kind of like this. Remember back in the day, they used to say this one thing. Uh, it takes uh, a village to raise a child. Yeah. Where's the village? That's a fact. That's true. Where's the village? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do when you're in a village that's corrupt? Exactly. Right? Exactly. We got we got a situation now where you know you could you you you're being forced to take a loan, right? And now the same the same young person walks in with a with a with a business plan and says, "Could you fund my business?" And then, goes, no. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that for you. No, we will only we will only give you the money so that you can go to to, to get this college loan so that then you can be in debt to us for the next thirty years of your life. Oh my God, I've dealt with the twenty. I'm on. Right. I'm at. I'm at. I'm at fifteen years in right now. But that's why I return back to school to make this a case study for everybody to understand. Hey, look, this is the issue. If I'm in debt. I'm indebted to you, exactly. right? And I have, and I have to articulate, think, understand, reason, conflict resolution skills, be able to be public speaking, and be able to write all the material you asked me to do, to finalize a degree so I can get a quote unquote job, and I'm not making money this whole entire time. And then you have the weight of your sh- weight on your shoulders of your family's problems on your back. Some people. Climax and they rate, they, they rate, you know, they rise to the occasion, they make it. Majority of the people don't. Exactly. It's the equivalent of the NBA. How many people are going to make it through college? It's the inverse pyramid. You're right. Yep. Yeah. That's the difficulty. And I want to be able to be on these boards. There should be people that failed school and now are currently in school getting their degrees that people should be giving, throwing money so these people could get these through these schools. Where's the issue in that? You've given you've been given corporation loads of money to do all harm in our communities. Where are the people that can come help this very reason while our economy is doing what it's doing? You don't want to really help the people. You want to hurt those people. Look, brother, I agree. Look, I can imagine a room. Folks are sitting in the room and they're saying, "Okay, we controlled half the population by locking them up. Thank you. <laughs> other folks over here, how are we going to keep them in their place? I know. We'll, we'll, we'll put so much debt on them that they'll never be able to get out of it. Ever. Riddle me this. Riddle me this, Batman. Why, <laughs> why, why are colleges cost so much nowadays? Let's not forget, people. Our colleges and universities are nonprofits. Yes. They're not paying taxes. Exactly. So and they're sitting on thirty 
billion dollar endowments, $40 billion endowments, $50 billion. Go look up the endowment for Stanford, for Princeton, for Harvard. These colleges and universities have bigger endowments than some countries have an entire budget. They're not even like, they're not even trying to use some of that money to give back to the nation. Uh, the community. To the community. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like some they, people don't they, know what they Kids go. should be able to be entered in free, especially if they tried to go to school and couldn't fit. Listen, if I have to come out of my pocket and struggle, majority of the time I had to wait two weeks till after school started for me to get my books because I didn't have the book money to get it. And usually books are usually almost $1,000 every semester. Or if, you, or if you're taking hardcore course, courses, not just a yeah. little you know, not yeah. we're dealing with um, learning disabilities at, at the same time. We're so, dealing, we're I, look, let's go. Let you know. I I, I want I want to fix things. I want to make things better. I'm always going to come from the point of personal freedom. I'm always going to come from the point of give me the freedom to do what I can do well in the marketplace. Just just don't hold me back, right? Just don't hold me back. And, that's that's crazy. And that's why I love teaching entrepreneurship, because if you can give people the skills to succeed in the marketplace, you can teach them how to take care of themselves, their families, and their communities for the rest of their lives. Boom. Bro, listen, dead on. And, and I, like I said, we, we can end it there. I think this was a perfect example of what what uh, education, entrepreneurship, the youth, the the the, the elder experience. And the uh, mentorship experience and a network that could come together and to make some impacts, man. I appreciate you for coming on early morning hustle. Thank you, CJ, man. It's a good Anytime, up. fellas. I love this stuff, and I love talking to people who know what they're talking about, right? Right. And exactly. Care about helping other people, right? Right. So, right. so uh, love you, man. Love you. Peace. Peace, Peace man. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. that's what it's about, man. That's, that's definitely yeah, what it's about. That's the show, bro. That's, that's definitely what it's about. That's the show. Shout out to the Grassy Band. The show, the Grassy.